Welcome, my roadies. You are listening to the Married to the Road podcast. I am your host, Angie Baum, and I do this podcast with my husband, Larry. We are team truck drivers who drive all across the country and share our lives over the road with you guys, our listeners, who we affectionately call our roadies. We want to invite you to come on in and listen to our latest podcast episode. And don't forget that you can follow us on Facebook and TikTok, Married to the Road, and also on Instagram, where we are Married to Road. And don't forget, every Wednesday night, you can listen to our radio show called Tail Lights with the Bombs. It's every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central on TNCRadio.live. Again, every Wednesday night, you can listen to our radio show, Tail Lights with the Bombs, on TNCRadio.live. And our latest new adventure is we have a Trekking True Crime podcast. You heard that right. Trekking True Crime Stories is our new podcast called Trekking True Crime Podcast. And you can listen to that wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Again, we want to thank you so much for being a part of Married to the Road podcast. Grab your favorite drink, sit back, relax, and let's join the story. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to the Road podcast. And we also want to thank you for all the positive feedback we've been receiving. We truly appreciate it. As a reminder, if you would like to be interviewed in our podcast for a future episode, please be sure to contact us because we would love to include you in one of our podcasts. And as a reminder, Larry and I started a second podcast because, yes, we're crazy. It's called Trekking True Crime Podcast. So if you are a true crime buff, then this is a podcast for you. It's all about true crime that happens within the trucking industry. And as always, you can also listen to Larry and I every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central on TNCRadio.live with our show, Taillights with the Bombs. And again, don't forget that we'll have another podcast up for you next Monday. So be sure to hit the follow button wherever you listen to our podcast, whether it's on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast, be sure to hit that follow button. And as always, be safe out there, guys, and we'll see you next Monday. Hey, my roadies. So I got some great news stories for you. Um, I will post the photos and the videos that go along with all these news stories up on our website, which is Married to Road. Uh, again, MarriedToRoad.com. And I'll post all the links. You can also find them over at our uh, Facebook page at Married to the Road. So this one's going to be about a dog that finds a great home with a truck driver. Uh, this is a dog that was based at the Neighborville Area Humane Society, which is up by Chicago, Illinois. So it said every day for over a year, a friendly dog named Major waited for someone to notice him. The Naperville Area Humane Society resident who absolutely loved people couldn't figure out why no one wanted to take him home. The Humane Society staff was just as confused as to why this sweet pup never ever seemed to get attention but simply was ignored. None of us could figure out why he wasn't getting adopted because he really is a great dog, said Kristen Funk. Unfortunately, I think that when an animal spends way too long in shelter, people tend to think that there's something wrong with him or her, and I think that that's what happened to Major, and he just fell into that stigma. Major enjoyed going on walks with the Humane Society staff, and he loved playing with his dog friends at the shelter, 
but something was still missing in his life. He needed a real family, and the staff at the Naperville were simply heartbroken as the days ticked by and their favorite pup, who at this point was spending most of his time in the office and still had no one to call his own. It was really tough for all of his fans here at the shelter, said Funk. He was very beloved by the staff and volunteers. By the way, guys, this dog is absolutely adorable, and I will post all the photos and the video up on our Facebook page because you've got to see this little butt. Well, he's not little, but he's cute. He's adorable. So it says, one day, Major's luck changed. The Humane Society received a call from Jose, a semi-trailer truck driver who was grieving the loss of a pup that he had just a year ago. Jose wanted a new companion to join him in his life, and Funk knew just exactly who he needed to be introduced to. We knew that he had to meet Major, said Funk. It wasn't long before Major was strutting out of the shelter with his new dad. As they climbed into the truck together, the pup, so thrilled to finally be adopted, couldn't help but smile. And I'm not kidding you guys, the photos of this dog in the truck are so cute. The Humane Society staff also couldn't contain their excitement. We are all smiles and happy tears here, and we still are, said Funk. These days, Major enjoys traveling all over the country with his dad and snuggling with him every night. We are so thrilled to hear that Major is enjoying his new exciting life on the road. This poor dog sat in a shelter, I believe they said 364 days. So, way to go, Major. We're so happy for you. Okay, so if you guys remember uh, back in 2021, at the end of 2021, where Texas had that huge pileup of like 133 cars and six people wound up losing their lives. Well, the National Transportation Safety Board has finally released a report of what caused this massive pileup. So in March 23, the National Transportation Safety Board looked into the causes of what caused the pileup and why it occurred in Fort Worth, Texas on February 11, 2021. It was a total of 133 passenger and commercial vehicles that were involved in this pileup on an elevated section of the southbound toll lanes. Six people wound up dying and 36 others were hospitalized with injuries. I think you guys probably all remember this accident. It was pretty bad. They were stranded on the highway for almost 24 hours trying to clean up this mess. But anyway, officials say that the pilot began shortly after 6 a.m. when a vehicle struck a concrete barrier near the north side drive exit. Then the other vehicles began to slide, spin off, and strike the barriers. About 6.13 a.m., a large semi-truck crashed into some of the disabled vehicles that were blocking the travel lanes, and then other vehicles were unable to stop, which led to a complex multi-vehicle crash blocking all the southbound toll lanes, the report stated. The National Transportation Safety Board reports that the company that was responsible for de-icing the interstate where the pileup had occurred failed to properly monitor and respond to road conditions following 36 consecutive hours of below freezing temperatures. So this is the actual report. It said uh, North Terran Express Mobility Partners is the company that was responsible Hey, stop it for operations and maintenance on the I-35 West right-of-way. They had pre-treated the two southbound lanes with a liquid brine solution 44 hours before the crash. But on February 11th, company employees only spot-treated some of the sections on the roadway with salt, but they did not treat the elevated portions of the I-35 West where this multi-vehicle crash occurred. 
Maintenance crews drove on I-35 West for about 45 minutes before the crash and visually checked the roadway, but they detected no moisture and applied no salt. The NTSB investigators also found that the NTM's uh, roadway monitoring process was deficient because of precipitation and freezing temperatures continued and they continued to deteriorate on the morning of February 11th. Company personnel did not identify the did not identify the elevated portion of the I-35 West as needing additional de-icing treatment, which left the roadways and the surface very icy. So pretty much what this is saying is the company that was responsible for taking care of treating the interstate uh, drove by 45 minutes before the crash, said, ah, it looks good, we're not going to pre-treat, so they didn't even put anything down but salt. Um, when actually it needed a brine solution. So what this essentially is going to do is it's going to open up a whole bunch of lawsuits now because they were waiting for this National Transportation Safety Board report to come out. But I assume probably this week we're going to see a lot of people uh, putting together a lot of lawsuits because there was so many people that were injured in this pileup. And obviously it could have been prevented. So our next story comes from CDL Life. It says, Trucker says that he feels blessed to have survived after 13 shots were fired at a semi by a random guy in Kansas. A truck driver is warning fellow drivers to be aware of your surroundings at all times, following a terrifying encounter with a man who attacked him and with both a metal rod and a gun. The Mississippi-based truck driver, Joseph Walker, said that the incident occurred in Oakley, Kansas, March 3rd, 2023. And I will post photos of uh, his bullet-ridden windshield also on MarriedToRoad.com. And I'll also have it up on our Facebook page as well. In a written statement, Walker described the events that happened. He said, I had just gotten up from a couple hours of a nap and I was going to continue my shift of driving that I had left. So as I'm leaving, a guy in a green pickup truck was blocking my exit and said, you shall not pass. So my instinct kicked in just to back the truck up and try going into another direction. But he came charging at me with a metal rod of some sort, smashing my mirrors and the windows on my truck. I called 911 and told them to send help so that I could put the truck in drive just to try to scare this guy away from my truck. But he threw himself on the truck as if he was being suicidal. So I stopped, after which time he started shooting. The first shot that came through, I was certain hit me, but it didn't. It only grazed my face from the glass that broke. But once he stopped shooting, I put the truck into drive and just hoped that he would just enough to get away from him. I kept driving until the police arrived behind me. As I was getting checked out by the paramedics, they found a bullet casing in my dreads. I mean, the man was so close to taking my head off, it was unreal. 13 bullets were fired in total at the truck while he was in it, and not one of them hit the driver. The driver said, I'm truly blessed to still be here today. While I take that back, I'm here physically, but mentally it's been a hard time uh, trying to get sleep because I keep replaying the events in my mind over and over again. And for someone who served in the U.S. Army, I know about trauma, but this was on a different level of trauma. Again, I will post the pictures up on to uh, Married to the Road to show you uh, all the bullets that went through. Uh, CDL Life has reached out to the Oakley Police Department for more information on the status of this case, and this story will be uploaded. So 
I just could not believe that the gentleman, 13 bullets went through his truck and he was able to survive. That was just insane. He definitely had to have an angel on his shoulder. But there's quite a few pictures showing you the damage, showing you the casing that was in his hair. So I'll post a link to this up on our Married to the Road podcast and also on our Facebook page. So be sure to stop by and take a look at those. Welcome back, my roadies. I talked to you earlier about my interview that I had on Taillights with the Bombs with Kyla, the director of Truckers Against Trafficking. And she had shared a link with me of past award winners um, through Truckers Against Trafficking. So every year, Truckers Against Trafficking has an award that they give out called the Harriet Tubman Award. And so they give these out to both truckers, people in the trucking industry, people in the busing industry that have made a difference in human trafficking. So I wanted to share a couple of the stories of past winners. So this one is from 2016. The award recipients were Alan Bailey and Debo Apiti. So Debo Apiti and Alan Bailey were two TA travel employees located in Jessup, Maryland. They've been awarded the Truckers Against Trafficking Harriet Tubman Awards for their actions last year, which resulted in the arrest of traffickers and the recovery of victims. So, Abdepti and Porter were presented with the award on September 20th at the Jessup Travel Plaza. The training and procedures behind Truckers Against Trafficking are based on a very simple instruction. If you see or suspect something, make a call. And that's exactly what Allen and Debo did. Their actions led to the arrest of a three-person trafficking ring that was canvassing the entire Baltimore area and that law enforcement was already pursuing. Most importantly, newspaper accounts of the story indicated that as many as 12 women have been trafficked across that area. Allen and Debo's call has forever resulted in the changing lives of those victims for the better. So they were presented a check uh, for $25,000. I just thought that was absolutely amazing. So we have another story here. This is of Arian, Arian Taylor. He's the 2018 award winner, and he's a truck driver from Ballard Trekking, and his story is pretty amazing. Uh, so it says, in January of 2018, Taylor pulled into a California business to make a delivery about 3.30 in the morning. Shortly thereafter, he receives a knock on the cab of his door, and there below him is a 19-year-old woman. He learned from her that her friend's older boyfriend was trying to force her into prostitution. After she had refused and she argued with him, he decided to dump her right there in the parking lot and sped off. She was cold, exhausted, had no money or identification, and everything that she owned she was carrying in her arms. She was simply desperate to get back home to a neighboring state. Taylor assured her of his help, and after getting her warm and giving her some water to drink, he looked at one of the two tat stickers that were prominently displayed on the windows of his truck and wound up calling the National Human Trafficking Hotline. They worked with him to help secure the woman's shelter for the night and then a prepaid cab ride to get her to that shelter and then a chaperone trail ride, excuse me, chaperone train ride back to her home the very next day. There she was reunited with family members. Taylor took care of this young woman until she was placed in the cab and even gave her his personal cell phone number just in case she needed anything else. So way to go, Taylor. That was freaking awesome. I just had to share that with you guys. It's, it's amazing hearing stories like that. 
So this is another uh, story of some 2009 award winners, and these uh, were bus drivers. And I'll tell you a little bit about what happened there. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Sorry, I lost my place here. Uh, okay. Uh, the Lakeland bus team in Ohio had recently just completed a busing on the lookout training program provided through truckers through trafficking. They were notified that a female passenger on one of their buses was allegedly being held against her will and was being forced into prostitution by a male passenger on that same bus. They immediately sprang into action. As Tarver calmly stopped the bus, he reassured the other passengers while trying to be as inconspicuous as possible about the reasons for the delay. He then notified his dispatcher and triggered an internal response system with the Lakefront Line safety team. They then swiftly communicated with law enforcement and ensured that the police were on scene as quickly as possible. Gnall and his colleague met the bus on the side of the highway almost immediately after the call was placed. Before the bus got back on the road and safely transported the other passengers to their destination, the suspect was arrested off of the bus and the alleged victim was recovered and the case was referred for further investigation. So that is awesome. All because they were paying attention. And this last one is actually a lady named Jessica Chapman. She was the 2021 award winner and she was a cashier at a Saps Brothers Travel Center located in Junction City, Kansas. Um, and she said earlier this year, Chapman noticed a woman in the travel center who seemed very distressed. Seeing a man near her, Chapman caught the woman's eye and asked if she was all right. The woman approached Chapman and acknowledged that she was not okay. Because the man was still in the store and watching her every move and so as not to arouse any suspicion, Chapman took down a rewards application and acted like she was helping the woman fill it out. All the while, Chapman was gathering information about the situation that the woman was currently in in order for her to call law enforcement. Her quick and very intelligent response to the arrest led to the arrest of this man and also allowed the woman who had been sexually exploited to get to a safe place. So those are just some of the amazing stories of people that made a big difference in, in human trafficking. Now, I wanted to let everybody know, if you have not had an opportunity to get certified on Truckers Against Trafficking. It is a free program, first of all. It takes about 20 minutes out of your day, and it's so super easy. All you do is you watch a 15-minute video that shows you the signs and things of what you need to be looking out for, um, whether you're in rest areas or truck stops or a grocery store. I mean, human trafficking happens everywhere. Once you're done with that, you just fill out a couple questions, and then you'll get certified. You can also have them send you a wallet card showing that you are a certified member of Truckers Against Trafficking. They also have lots of free informational material that you can print directly off their website if you need anything for further education. So please do me a favor. Stop by Truckers Against Trafficking. Get yourself certified today. You do not need to be a truck driver in order to go through the certification process. Anybody can become certified. <coughs> Excuse me, I had a tickle. Anyway, so please be sure to visit Truckers Against Trafficking. If you get certified like Larry and I did, please be sure and let us know. Welcome back, my roadies. I hope everybody had an awesome week. 
So tonight's uh, podcast is just going to be me because Larry and I are busy trying to get laundry together and pack up because we're going to Mid-America Truck Show this week. I'm so excited. But anyway, that requires a lot of laundry because we're washing everything from our truck and then we're trying to repack up our truck and also repack for Matt. So it's it's very chaotic right now. I also wanted to mention that we did get our True Crime Podcast episode up this week. This episode is actually um, from a news story that was just in the news a few weeks ago. I'll give you a little hint on it. If you guys have not listened to our podcast yet, it's called Trucking True Crime Podcast. And every week I feature a news story on a true crime story that happened within the trucking industry. The one that we did this week is about a gentleman named Jordy who wound up uh, being charged and found guilty of killing his wife and his wife's boyfriend. That's all I'm going to tell you. You guys can kind of know where the story's going from there. But I will tell you, it's got some twists and turns. So be sure to stop by and listen to our podcast, the Trucking True Crime Podcast. Or you can listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Music, and iHeartRadio. So be sure to give our podcast, Trucking True Crime Podcast, a listen. We really appreciate it. For those of you who are just joining us, may not be familiar with our podcast. My name is Angie. I'm an over-the-road truck driver, and I drive team with my husband, Larry, who normally does this podcast with me. But as I stated earlier, we're getting ready for the Mid-America Truck Show uh, this week in Louisville, and so we've got a lot of packing. Um, Also, for those of you guys who may be at the Mid-America Truck Show this week, we would love to see you. You know, be sure to send us a message if you're going to be in that area. Um, I know Larry and I are going to be working a lot this weekend. We're going to be very, very busy. Uh, We'll be at the Real Women in Trucking booth for a couple hours every day. And we'll also be at the TNC radio booth a couple hours every day promoting our radio program, Taillights with the Bombs. And then Wednesday night, we'll be at the CDL Life event. Thursday night, we're going to be at the Road Pro event. And Friday night, we'll be at the Real Women in Trucking. So we are just jam-packed for the week. (laughs) But it's going to be fun and exciting because it's an opportunity to meet a lot of those truckers that maybe the only time you really talk is on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. A lot of those people are people that I talk to on the phone all the time. And it's going to be nice to finally put a face with the the name and actually get to meet people. So it's going to be super exciting. And I'm sure Larry and I are going to be doing lots of live streaming from there. We'll be sure to share lots of TikToks. So if you guys follow us on social media... Be sure to follow our Facebook page, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be posting tons of stuff, and I'm sure live streaming from there as well. Also, if you guys listen to our Wednesday night show on TNC Radio, Taillights from the Bombs, uh, this week's episode is going to be a little different because it's going to be a whole bunch of us. It's going to be Tom Kirk, who has the 6 p.m. show on Wednesday night called Keep on Talking. It's going to be Tom Kelly, the owner of TNC Radio myself and a couple other people and we're all going to be live streaming from the mid-america truck show so it should be a ton of fun i think we're going to be on from like 6 to 9 p.m central so if you haven't downloaded the tnc radio app please do so now because we're going to be doing a ton of live streaming for matt's and you guys don't want to miss it because there's going to be so many fun and exciting things to talk about lots of great interviews can you tell i'm excited i'm super excited We wanted to go last year, and we weren't able to, so I'm just super excited and blessed that we get to go this year, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Anyway, let's get on with our show. Uh, so for those of you guys who might have missed our Wednesday night show on Taillights with the Bombs, uh, we had talked with one of the um, top people in Trickers Against Trafficking. Her name was Kyla, and she was amazing. Her and her mom were actually the people who came up with the concept of building Trickers Against Trafficking, and she kind of went on to explain a little bit about how they came up with the concept and how it's gone from a concept to like everywhere you go now you see their posters and their stickers and it's just an amazing organization. So what we're going to be talking about today on the Married to the Road podcast is we're going to be talking about my interview with um, Kyla at Truckers Against Trafficking. I'm actually going to be sharing some stories um, that she has shared with me to let you guys know about some stories of uh, people who were in human trafficking and how they got out thanks to Truckers Against Trafficking. So you definitely want to stay tuned, grab yourself a cup of coffee, and we'll share some of these stories from Truckers Against Trafficking. And if you don't know what Truckers Against Trafficking is, I highly encourage you to please visit either their website, Truckers Against Trafficking, or their Facebook page to learn more about this amazing organization who's trying to put an end to human trafficking, and they're using all kinds of resources such as school bus drivers, motor coach bus drivers, truck drivers, you name it. They're working with people in the electrical industry, in the oil industry. However, they can try to educate people to look for the signs of human trafficking so maybe we can make a huge difference. So grab yourself a drink. We'll be back in just a few minutes, and I'll share some stories from Truckers Against Trafficking. This is the Married to the Road podcast with your hosts, Larry and Angie Baum, married team truckers who will share with you the latest trucking news, share stories of life out on the road, their crazy road dogs, and how they are giving back to the trucking community with their Treat a Trucker campaign. Sit back, relax, and listen into Married to the Road. Keep your eyes on the road and your ears on us. If you're enjoying our podcast and you need just a little bit more Angie and Larry time, then we encourage you to listen to our weekly radio show. That's right. We have a weekly radio show. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern, you can listen to our radio show, Taillights with the Bombs. It's on TNCRadio.live. You can listen to us live every week on your phone or your computer by going to TNCRadio.live or downloading the TNC Radio app. Every week, Larry and I sit down and we interview truckers and people in the trucking industry who share their stories from over the road. So be sure to join us this Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central at TNCRadio.live for Taillights with the Bombs. TNCRadio.live, Transportation Network Channel. TNCRadio.live provides commercial truck drivers up-to-the-minute details that they need to be safer, smarter, and more successful out on the road. TNCRadio.live does this by providing accurate and timely traffic, weather, news, and entertainment via a driver design programming throughout the broadcast days. So if you spend your days and nights driving the highways of North America, then TNCRadio.live is for you. And hey, you may even hear Larry and I on there. 
we have our Wednesday night show called Tail Lights with the Bombs on TNCRadio.live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern. And you may even hear me occasionally Monday through Friday from 8 to 10 in the morning with a morning grind doing the weather. So please be sure to visit TNCRadio.live. You can listen on your laptop or phone or download the app through your favorite app store. Again, tncradio.live Would you like to advertise your small business or your Facebook page? Does it have to do with the trucking industry? Contact Larry or myself today to see how you can get your commercial added to our podcast today. Just contact us at married2road at gmail.com or you can contact us on Facebook at Married to the Road. Again, if you would like to have your business advertised in our podcast, please contact us by email at married2road at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook at Married to the Road. Thank you, everyone.